0: What is up, guys? It is Will Plessis from Sports Dramatic, bringing you guys another podcast episode. Holy hell! It has been a while since I've uh, got to the phone, got to my desk, and recorded an episode. Um, Tried doing one Friday, and it was just—I don't know—it was like I couldn't record it. I don't know. Now I have some things to talk to, and there's going to be another podcast tomorrow. As you will get to see, I will record it on here, uh, on Anchor, so, and it'll go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all of that, um, links in my Twitter bio at willbe1303. To get to the point, I'll be live reacting, reacting to the NBA 2019 Draft Lottery live as an Knicks fan, you guys look to see, might be emotional, might be hype, we'll have to wait and see Draft Lottery 2019, so that'll be tomorrow, so back-to-back episodes for the week, since I haven't brought you guys an episode in so long, so... That's my fault, and I'm sorry about that. So, I am bringing you episode number eight of the podcast. A couple things today. Of course, we're going to talk about NHL, NBA playoffs, what's going on. third rounds have already started for NHL and are starting soon for NBA. And um, I'm going to talk about how hot the Red Sox are. My Red Sox are a little bit of baseball And as you probably saw from the title of this podcast, I was able to interview a Red Sox prospect, Antony Flores. Um, It was not a recording. Um, It was actually I texted him on Instagram and I just asked him a couple questions about baseball. So, yeah, go check him out on Instagram at Antony Flowers 05. He's a player in the Red Sox organization. So we'll get to that later. But for now, um, holy hell. The Boston Bruins, my Bruins, have been on fire. Um, I haven't seen you since the Columbus series, so yeah, we all know they be Columbus, but now they're leading the Carolina Hurricanes 2-0. Yesterday afternoon on Mother's Day, I hope everyone had a good Mother's Day, uh, um, the Bruins defeated the Hurricanes 6-2 and absolutely just hammered on the Hurricanes. Wow, so that was interesting. Um, Full force of the Bruins. Two more wins to the Stanley Cup. They're winning the whole thing this year. Um, It's looking like it. These Hurricanes, nothing. They're worse than the Columbus team. They're worse than the Blue Jackets. I don't know how the Capitals lost to them. Must have been some sort of luck. Bruins in four for that series. Just like I predicted the Columbus series. Because I said Bruins in six. Right after Columbus was leading 2-1. And the Bruins came back and won in six. And won all all the other games straight. So, I'm mastery. Also... Before I record this podcast, as a Knicks fan, and being nervous, okay, I was nervous, and I've just been thinking of the draft lawyer, I've been counting down the days since the start of this month, and she's been stressing me that it's not going to go our way. Can we just be honest? It's probably not going to go our way. I mean, like, does anything ever go the Knicks way? Not necessarily, but this year, we have a chance. Um, I saw this post on... An Instagram account. I run a Knicks account, but follow other Knicks fans. We kind of talk. I said... I saw this post from an Instagram account called Orange and Blue Forever. Go check it out, Knicks fans. Which is most likely to happen to the Knicks? Getting the number one pick in the NBA draft, which we'll find about tomorrow. Signing both Kyrie and KD this summer. Trading for AD. Or Neela Keene averaging 20 points per game next season. If I had a pick, it would probably be signing Kyrie and KD this summer. I mean... To get to the point on why I was saying I don't think we have the best odds, yes we have the worst record in the lead, yes we can't follow the top five, but I don't want the fifth pick, I don't want the fourth pick, I don't want the third pick, I don't even want the second pick. I want number one. At least we have a chance of at least getting into the top five, but you like that's not satisfying enough. But so basically what I did was sim went on this website called Tankathon where you can sim the draft line, it simulates it. I did a 100 times in a row, and I counted that the Knicks only got the number one pick 11 times, which, out of 100, that would be 11%. Um, that's actually a higher percent chance than... That's actually a lower percent chance, sorry, than we actually have. We have the Knicks have a 14 point... Oh, just a 14% chance at number one. Then they got a, at the number two pick, 13.4. Three pick, 12.7. Fourth pick, 12.0. And the fifth pick... 47.9 percent that's a little weird uh that's kind of annoying it's scary and i'm really nervous for this other than that guys you'll see my reaction hopefully it goes well that'll be tomorrow at eight o'clock when the draft lottery starts something interesting because I, I don't want to just do a recap after it i want you guys to see live reaction on say every pick and uh yeah so Probably wasted a good 10 minutes. Actually, no, it didn't take that long. I could have went like 500 times, but that would just be so stupid because it's not accurately right. It's just a simulation, but you never know. So um, that's a big night tomorrow. Um, NBA playoffs, final four, Milwaukee Bucks. Moving on to the Western Conference. I got that 100% correct. So that would make me... Hold on, that would make me 9-0 my NBA playoff prediction cuz I predict the whole first round correctly. And then yesterday afternoon, last night and mother's day, uh Toronto Raptors defeated the Philadelphia 76ers with a clutch shot by Kawhi Leonard. Um I cl- I corrected that. Uh I corrected. I said that would happen in a game 7 and Toronto won, so that's 10 and 0. Golden State beat the Rockets a couple nights ago. That's 11 and 0. And seven games, which I also predicted to go seven games, the Nuggets beat Trailblazers, where I picked the winner of the Thunder. And I, oh, my God, I should have picked the Trailblazers. I didn't have enough trust in them after picking them in round one. That is my fault, Portland fans. Slept on you guys in the second round. But I was, like, one. I didn't a lot a lot of people said that Portland was going to win. So at least I got that. So that makes me 11-1. and one. Hopefully I can get the championship right. Just Milwaukee and uh, Golden State, but uh, we'll see. P- people want me to discuss Kyrie the problem in Boston. We'll get to that in a second, but um, more about the NBA playoffs was. Hey, okay, Here's the thing with Portland. I fell into some media propaganda. I fell into some record propaganda, and I fell into some regular season propaganda that I fell into in the NHL playoffs, which 90% of NHL fans fell into. Um, it's not always good to pick the bigger team, all right? I know Portland actually had a better seed than OKC, but the chances were definitely on OKC to win that first-round series. So it's like, I like the Portland Trailblazers going into the season. I don't care if they're that guy, Nurk- Nurkic, um, Dame Lillard's clutch. He's finally having a year that he is doing the playoffs. He's won a round. And no, I don't think they'll be Golden State, but you know what? I should have picked them to beat Denver because I fell into a propaganda that everyone else was falling into. Same thing Celtics fans. They fell into the propaganda of them sweeping the Pacers in round one. Like, that was a big deal. Celtics. Man, what even? Okay. I'm going to go on a rant. Let's say people really went into the series and believe that Boston Celtics had a chance in the Bucks. Okay? Game one, they looked amazing. They looked like... The Boston Celtics we saw in the regular season starting last year when they won on that 17-2 run. Kyrie Irving goes into this Bucks series, game one, does all right. Celtics all right. And then they lose four straight, including two at home. <sighs> okay, you know, I don't like to particularly hate on the Celtics because, of course, the Knicks didn't even come close to making the playoffs. But it's not about the Knicks, so people don't get mad at me. If the Boston Celtics... Realistically, never had a chance coming into this series. I don't care what Kyrie they got, what Gordon Hayward they got, what Terry Rozier they got. The Milwaukee Bucks had the advantage this whole series. Giannis absolutely guarantees to be amazing. Okay, he was bad in game one. Then he, we all knew he was going to turn around and dominate, and that's what he did. Okay? Then you got bench players in the box sticking up. Us, George Hill going off in some games other players that people haven't even heard of going off. It's because when I looked into the series and predicted it, I said the Bucks have the best all around team. The bench. A consistent bench. Celtics, they have a good bench. Un- inconsistent. It's been they've proved it the whole regular season. Okay? You could tell going to the series, not even just taking a teensy look at a stat. If you know about NBA basketball and you followed it going into this playoff series at the Bucs, we're going to win. You are biased as a Celtics fan to say the Celtics are really going to win this. Oh, wait. Celtics really have a chance. You can root for them all you want. But to put them winning in your bracket was just a little unrealistic. Just saying. Okay? Sweeping the Pacers. That was perfect, all right? Now, if the Pacers had a hot All-Depot... Could have to be different to the Celtics. I don't know. We can't be talking about the Pacers. We're going to be talking about how the Bucks are going to, to beat, defeat Toronto. Kawhi Leonard, class act. The dude's a god, okay? Giannis versus Kawhi Leonard. It's going to be a sick series, and I'm excited for it. It's going to be the best playoff series we've seen in this whole playoff. They've all been snooze-fest, except for the Philly and Toronto series was good. The uh, Portland. I didn't watch too much about the Portland Denver one. This Bucks one was a snooze-fest, and... Rockets are gone every freaking year. I don't even watch the Warriors in the playoffs. I went. I didn't even watch the championship last year. I didn't. I legit didn't watch it because I didn't care because I knew the Warriors were gonna win. This year we have a chance to see an actual freaking championship. The Bucks and Warriors or the Bucks and Trailblazers. If I don't think it's gonna happen, okay. I'm still gonna go with Bucks Warriors. That's what I predicted in day one before the playoffs started. I would pick something else if I didn't pick that bracket. But people on Twitter are like, okay, Celtics fans, you guys are saying, well, Kyrie should leave. Kyrie should leave this and that. We don't need him. We don't need him. Okay. You're right on the fact that people are saying he doesn't fit in Boston. I don't believe he fits in Boston. I don't believe he has the attitude to be in Boston. But you can't take the blame on Kyrie. He wasn't the only player who sucked in that series, okay? There's a lot of other players who didn't perform. Gordon Hayward, terrible. Marcus Morris, he was good in there, I think. I don't know. I didn't watch much of the series, but I did look at stats after each game. Um I watched game one and then game three, I think, it was one of those middle ones. Um, and you just you could just see how much better the Bucks were playing and making the Celtics look like they're absolutely clueless and they just came off playing off like a two-month break honestly it's just disturbing and Kyrie Irving you since should not want him to leave and here's why do you want Anthony Davis this offseason yes or no because you're not getting him if Kyrie leaves he doesn't want his own team Davis does not want his own team he has his own team in New Orleans right now and does it look like he wants his own team hell to the no he wants to play in a big three and he has opportunities to do that, even in Boston. Not just New York, not just L.A. He has an opportunity to do that in Boston. Okay, so the Celtics fans who are saying, oh, Kyrie should leave, Kyrie should leave. Okay, you're just going to basically head to a, a, not a contender anymore. Not a contender anymore without Kyrie, I wouldn't say. Definitely not. Rozier's a free agent. Morris is a free agent. Everyone's saying Rozier will be the next Kyrie. How about you focus on re-signing the guy first? So, the Celtics are into some off-season trouble, and they're going to have to look into it. Although, they do have a lottery pick this year. Who knows what they can get? They have, they're have they a lucky team, so, meaning, like, in a good way. Not saying that, like, they have a good chance at pulling getting off a stud in the first round. For a team that went to the second round is what I meant by that. And, you guys, Davis has a no-trade costs. He can say he doesn't want to go there or there. So don't say, oh, well, he doesn't have a choice. Yes, he does have a choice. And once you give up your whole huge package for Davis, say goodbye to Tatum, who's definitely gonna, they're going to want unless you somehow rob them not getting Tatum, Jalen Brown, I want to say Courtney Orr, but I have no clue, and some more players. And then those guys are all gone. So then what do you got to build around, okay? You're gonna need Kyrie because then Davis is gonna be there alone. You have to build around something. Okay, hey, maybe it's time for a culture change. Maybe you got Kyrie doesn't work well with those guys, so give him to Dave, Davis. I as a Celtics fan, if you're gonna if you're gonna let Kyrie go, then don't trade Tatum. Don't trade for Davis. That doesn't make any sense. If you really think about it, it's a huge risk for trading Tatum. I know Anthony Davis is a superstar, but you know you never know what Tatum could go out and do, and it's just. How if it will only be worth it? You'll get the great talent in Davis, hundred percent. You'll make it to the playoffs, but is it will only pay off trading a stunt, a stud like Jason Tatum with the Celtics and win a title with Irving Davis. So that's what I'm just saying. Like the Celtics fans are saying, he should be gone. Oh, tweeting me saying you got, you can have this guy. He's terrible. No, he's not. First of all, he's awesome. He's a great player. I would be glad to have him in New York. He didn't have a lot of players to work to. If you really think about it, he didn't. Have, I'll totally not respect the guy as much as I do if he goes to the Lakers. I will not really disrespect... I won't I'm not, I won't be mad they didn't sign with the Knicks. It would just make no sense, and it would just be weird. So, I would disrespect that decision. If you went to Brooklyn, don't really disrespect the situation. I'm non-biased that I hate the Nats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, that's just some hot takes. Like, the Celtics... <sighs> I don't know what they're going to do this offseason. They're going to be a team lookout too. Like without Irving, what will they build around? You know what I mean? They'll just be another young team that's not going to win the championship without Kyrie. If they get the Ion somehow, who the hell knows, but I just don't think Davis wants that like that's the same thing. If you if he considers Tatum as a big two, then I don't know, but he wants his he wants to team up with stars. He doesn't really want to have his own team. I feel like that's what he's gonna be kinda of having if he goes to Boston alone. He'll have Tatum there, but it's just not the same. So that's why Celtics need to resign Kyrie Irving. Or well, hope signs my Knicks and uh yeah, so a little bit of rant after that. Um the Sox in baseball. Red Sox started the season six and thirteen, now their couple games are sixteen and six. Swept the hell out of the Mariners, crushed them in every single game, fourteen-one. Nine five and eleven to two, I don't know where Seattle went. They were looking unstoppable, hitting twenty hundred home runs a game, and they just collapsed. I mean, that's what kind of happens when you trade all your good, trade some of your good players, and then you don't make any sense getting good players back. It doesn't make sense what the Seattle's trying to do. They got a good team, but I'm not sure what's happening with them. And for oh my god, I don't know if I said this ever in my podcast, but like. You probably heard me on Twitter. Like, do people really think the Red Sox are going to be bad this year? Like, I can count out so many friends or people I know that personally told me that the Red Sox suck just because they went 1 6 or 6 and 13. And I said to them, dude, there's 162 games this season. Yes, in my mind, every game matters. In my mind, every freaking game matters. I get mad if they lose game 10- 160. Actually, I don't know how much I care about game 160. Last year, I didn't give a shoot because we were like, already guaranteed the World Series. But, just to think about it, if the Red Sox didn't win that World Series last year, wouldn't it have been a fluke season? 100%. We're winning the division this year, just so you guys know. We're 100% winning the division. I don't care what people say. I predicted it, and I don't care. We went 6-13. and 13. Rafael Devers is hot. Michael Chavis is hot. J.D. Martinez is hot. Mookie Betts is hot. The Red Sox are hot. Chris Sale's back. Let's go. We're coming for first place. We're only three games back. The this Injured Yankees, they'll be slowing down soon. They're, I'll give them respect. They're still winning somehow. I don't know how the hell they're winning games. Even playing against crap teams. I'm not going to be like, oh, well, they're playing bad teams. No, those bad teams should be able to beat this AAA roster that they have going there. So, um, I'll give the Yankees some respectful credit. I don't know how the hell they're winning with that god-awful roster. But they're performing well. No Judge, no Stanton, um, no D.D. Like, I don't know how the hell they're winning. Gary Sanchez blows. So, actually, he might – I don't know. I just saw on Twitter that he blows. So, I'm going to say he blows. He's been – he did well when he came back. I Miguel Ndujar comes back. He's t- sucking for me in fantasy. Uh, getting me negative points. Making errors. Like, dude, I dropped him today because he's headed back on the I.L. I'm like, bro, I picked up a Drusel, uh Cabrera because I was like, I'm not taking this anymore. Um, You know, it was like April, like when I was on vacation, I tweeted, 0-4 start to fantasy baseball season, and I'm now 2-4, won my last two games, because I do have like half of the Red Sox roster, I have Devers, Martinez, Chavis, and I think that's it actually, so never mind, I picked up Chavis when, he started, when they first called him up and he started hitting some other runs, that was an absolute steal. Kid has a five RBI game on Sunday, so that gets me the points. I'm winning the fantasy division. You guys know what I'm doing. I'm doing an Orioles podcast if I don't win my fantasy division. Still tied for last, but two and four on a two game win streak. I have some injuries here and there. Um looking it's looking good for me, so yeah. Um next year or maybe this year I'll do a the league, but um never mind actually. I'm gonna keep that as a surprise. So yeah thing with the red sox is you just you can't count them out i mean their lineup is so stacked if you think about it yeah they weren't performing well but look at that damn lineup like it's just so stacked their offense and everything and their rotation when healthy and good is stacked they're out with price and i they're putting in these triple a noobs because they don't want to spend my a one-year contract in dallas Kaiko or do something make a trade which they still could trade for Baumgartner maybe i don't know um so, yeah, the Red Sox have been awesome. Mitch Moreland, 12 home runs. He's a god. I have him on fantasy. That was the other player I have on fantasy. He's been awesome. He's been carrying. and We're not getting lucky wins anymore. We're getting blowouts recently. Like, we destroyed the White Sox a couple weeks ago. Um, won the Orioles series, won the Mariners series, and then we got the Rockies. For I want to play the Yankees again just to crush them because I know we would. So, hopefully we play them soon while they're still in that terrible lineup. Just so you guys can know how lucky you got in those two other games the season so that is that and um NHL playoffs I don't know what to really talk about and then the Bruins are leading the series 2 0 and the Sharks leading the series 1-0 um let's see let's see uh okay so we have the interview that I did with the Red Sox prospect and Tony Flores um of course it wasn't live on a thing um I will try to get someone on the interview. I just did a little bit of an Instagram interview, uh, interview, so if you guys are a little mad about that, um, it's fine. I'll try to maybe get him on the inter- on the podcast himself, and um, yeah. So, I DM'd him. So the first question I asked him Tony Flores was. Okay, so first question I said, do you have any sports heroes in life? Uh, for example, someone you look up to. He said, my favorite player is Xander Bogarts. I like the way and his attitude and an excellent person. And I want to be uh, him in the distant future, kind of like a person like him. Um, it was hard to read. I'm not judging him at all, guys. I'm reading this for exactly. I don't want to put any words into his mouth. He doesn't speak the best English because he is um, living in Venezuela right now, but... He did really good in this interview, and um, not judging him at all, so please don't judge him on that. If you say something while I'm reading it like that, just how he typed it, so I'm reading it right, and um, it was nice of him enough to do this interview. So I, then I asked him, uh, also, what made you start baseball, and what kind of inspired you to like be like, wow, look, I'm doing this right now, I want to be a pro baseball player? He said, my first memory was at seven years of age that my mother saw me play in a tournament and see her joy and emotion to see me play. I decided that this would be mine. If she's happy to see me, I can also enjoy doing it. So that's inspirational enough. Um, I hope Antonio continues to work hard. And um, if this guy gets the majors, um, gets the AA, triple I'll go see him in a game. I'll buy his jersey if he makes the majors one day, I told him. And I said, final question, what is your favorite type of music? He said, I like all, all kinds of music. I think I do not have any favorite uh genre but i could choose a so i think that's regna um so yeah and i said nice and he said i appreciate your attention for me and thank you for choosing me to answer your questions no problem keep up the great work just kind of like that didn't want to ask him too much questions yet i want to save that for another potential time when i get him on the podcast didn't want to ask a million questions but i could have maybe asked one more and oh i forgot to ask this question it was really good and what i wanted to ask him was If you had to pick one thing to do in the majors one day, either hit a walk-off grand slam in the bottom of the 15th inning, if it went into 15 innings, or throw a no-hitter. So I should have asked him that. Oh, God, I really wanted to see what he would have to say. He's not a pitcher, though. He's a second. He wants to be like Bogarts. Go follow him on Instagram. He's up and coming. He played in spring training for the Sox next year, and he's grinding. So hopefully we see you and Tony. In the uh, majors one day, hopefully I get you on this cast podcast one day and uh, talk to you in person. So that was awesome, honored to do that, and um, yeah. So draft lottery tomorrow. You know I'm really hyped and scared. You guys will see my live reaction to that. Also, um, any sports podcasters, any who knows a decent amount of sports wants to come on this podcast and talk about a specific topic. fine with it. You just got to get the Anchor app and I add you. Um, First, before you do any of that, contact me on Twitter. I'll look at your experience. If you have any experience, the podcast, you don't have to have a lot at all. Just be able to talk, speak loudly, and uh, talk a decent amount because I'm a hella talkative, annoying person. So, Um, yeah. So anyone who wants to come on the podcast, DM me on Twitter at, at WillP1303. You should find my Twitter right there. DMs are open. You can text me about the podcast, questions, etc. I've been wanting to do that. A couple of people have actually asked me a couple of questions on what I record on, this, that. Uh, No people asking about following up in the podcast yet, so don't be nervous. Legit, don't care. You just have to be able to talk about sports and um, have to have some knowledge, and we'll be there. We'll be talking, and you'll be on an episode of Sports Dramatic. This is episode 9. No, this is episode 8. Tomorrow will be 9, the draft lottery. So, two this week and another one next week. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Literally, yeah, you can ask me about the podcast. If you have a suggestion on what you guys should talk about more, maybe some NFL, some predictions. I don't know. Anything. I'll, I'll do – talk about sports. If you want to make me a prediction thing or some sort of power ranking or some sort of ongoing topic that everyone else is talking about, you know, in the league, I'll do so. Um, so, Yeah. I'm trying to go for about five more minutes, and I forgot to exactly go over this. But um, if you guys didn't hear already, um, sorry, I'm trying to get this article up. Mm-mm-mm. Here it is. Okay, so this is just something I saw. That the New York Knicks are interested in some Celtics bench players. My Knicks, I was just kind of talking about how they didn't perform well in the uh, playoffs. So, um, this is kind of random that it came up. And uh, it says that they're interested in Celtics bench players such as Perry Rozier, Marcus Morris, and Daniel Tice. So that's interesting. I paid cheap for Rozier because I don't know how big I am. I'm paying him a ton of money, but... We can get. We can get. Um. Rozier. Rozier would take us back out of the hunt a little less for Kyrie. So that's kind of scary. I don't. That's just like a B plan. But I would love to take Marcus Morris and Daniel Tice. I feel like if we pay them a little bit of money. They can do that. And, uh. Maybe we can go for Davis and Durant instead of Kyrie and Durant. But who knows for the next, um. What their exact future is gonna be. But now I'm running out of things to talk to. I hope you guys all enjoyed. I'm sorry I haven't been trying to get all those episodes. And uh, wait one second. I just saw this Knicks fan post this on Instagram. tape 7 on Instagram. He said, I always believed Adam Silver being a Duke alum. A New Yorker who grew up a Knicks fan would rig the draft and get a sign But I'm ready for that fifth pick tomorrow. Give me Cam Radish. (sighs) Maybe they'll rig it for us. But, yeah, I'm prepared for number five tomorrow. You guys will probably hear Rage. Look out for that. It'll be after the draft lottery. Draft draft lottery at 8 p.m. tomorrow. Make sure you guys check out Sports Dramatic on any platform such as Spotify, um, Spotify Anchor itself, Apple Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, and a lot more. Just go on my Twitter and look. Hope you guys all enjoyed episode number eight of this podcast, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Thanks.